0: Autoline Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Autoline Daily for September 15, 2010, and now the news. Chrysler showed off its upcoming lineup of new cars to its U.S. dealers yesterday. The company is going to introduce 15 new or refreshed vehicles in the next year and a half. As you may have heard, it's changing the name of the Chrysler Sebring to the Chrysler 200. That's because the company claims it made so many changes, the car warranted a new name. As you can see from the details in these teaser photos, the car will look quite different. But as you can see in the C-pillar in this shot, looks like the hard points on this car are the same as before, so the silhouette will likely be very similar to the old car. But what's really impressive about Chrysler's new model lineup is the enthusiasm its dealers are showing after seeing the new cars. Here's Mike Maroon, the COO of AutoNation, the country's largest retailer. Well, I think it's exciting. It's very bold. Uh, I I would say it's inspiring to the retailers. It's been a long time since we've seen pre- fresh product at Chrysler, and uh, they just keep coming. Uh, the styling of the Chrysler line is incredible. Um, the commitment to the Jeep lineup is incredible. Uh, I think they've, uh, they, they, will, they will touch the hearts of their dealers here. What makes Maroon's comment so interesting is that AutoNation does not have many dealerships with the American car companies, especially not with Chrysler's. They've never been big fans of the big three, so to hear how enthusiastic he is about what he saw should tell us that Chrysler has got some really good products that are about to show up in the showrooms. And even though the company did not release any photos of it, Chrysler also showed its dealers the new redesigned version of the Dodge Viper. Of course, anyone who saw our live webcast of the Detroit Auto Show in January heard Ralph Gilles, the CEO of the Dodge brand, announce that he planned to bring back a redesigned version of the car. The Paris Motor Show is only a couple of weeks away, and here are a couple more previews to share with you. First up, Porsche will unveil the 911 Carrera GTS, the vehicle available as a coupe or convertible will be powered by a 3.8 liter flat engine that delivers 408 horsepower and that's 23 more than the 911 Carrera S. Fuel economy is 10.2 liters per 100 kilometers. That translates to about 23 miles per gallon. The 911 Carrera GTS goes on sale at the end of the year in Germany and it'll start at about 105,000 euros which turns out to be about 136,000 dollars. Next up Ford, will show the ST version of the new Ford Focus at Paris. The vehicle is scheduled for sale around the globe beginning in early 2012, including the US. And it is the first high-performance model to be developed under Ford's global performance vehicle strategy. Not many other details were revealed, except that the Focus ST will be powered by a two-liter, four-cylinder EcoBoost engine. And speaking of Ford, its vice president of marketing and sales, Jim Farley, said he'd like to chop down the number of dealers they have. According to the Detroit Free Press, Farley said Ford would like to have about 3,000 dealers in the U.S., which means they'd have to get rid of 500 of them. The company is concerned that some of its standalone Lincoln Mercury dealers will not survive because of Ford's decision to kill the Mercury brand, and he'd like to see them consolidate. Some of the company's standalone dealers counted on Mercury for up to 60% of their sales. Hey, coming up next, it is time for You Said It. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Chuck Grinchy saw our report on a new type of piston ring and wrote in to say, The new federal mogul piston ring looks interesting. Reminds me of the old-time hot rodders trick of drilling tiny holes in the top of the piston to help gas out the rings for a tighter fit when combustion occurs. And you know, Chuck, that's a really good point. The hot rodding and racing community have tried almost every trick in the book might be a good idea for more car companies and suppliers to go back and see if they can use some of those old tricks which today can be done better with new materials or even with electronics. Lex is wondering how GM plans to update the design of the Chevy Cruze and asks, if GM's Mark Royce is going to refresh the Cruze on an annual basis wouldn't that add unnecessary additional costs to the vehicle? Lex, good question and it comes down to a trade-off. There's no question that fresh styling helps sell a car better. But then there's the question of how much you spent to restyle it versus the added sales that it brings in. I would think that GM would do this in increments. For example, in year one, you only change the front fascia. In year two, the rear fascia. Year three, you do an updated interior. Year four, you do a powertrain upgrade. By doing it in increments, you don't spend a fortune to change the look or the performance of the car. Salvador G. saw our report on the McLaren MP4-12C, but he wanted a lot more than what we ran. He says, McElroy just did a video for the new McLaren MP4 supercar, that lucky bastard, and no test drive. I mean, really, no test drive video. Well, Salvador, they wouldn't let me drive the car. In fact, they would not even let me start the engine. Only one of the McLaren mechanics, who flew over from England to bring the car to our offices, was allowed to start or move the car. Not even McLaren's own employees over here in the U.S. were allowed to move it. This is the car they're taking on their road show to sign up dealers and customers. And since it was the only one in the country, they were not taking any chances. And finally, Dale Leonard says, I noticed the Equus you drove had a winged hood ornament, but other sites are showing a flat badge. Which one will the U.S. be getting? Being old school, I love seeing the return of the old-style hood ornaments. Dale, some of the footage we used was shot a year ago when Hyundai brought a Korean-spec Equus to our studio here for us to drive. And that Korean-spec car has the winged ornament. The U.S. versions will not get that because the safety regulators don't like them. When you hit pedestrians with those things, you can impale pedestrians. Of course, Rolls-Royce has a nifty idea. It has a retractable winged hood ornament. Hey, don't forget to tune in tomorrow night for AutoLine After Hours when our special guest will be Neil DeCoker, the head of the OESA, the industry group for automotive suppliers. You know, there's probably more innovation, technology, and jobs being developed by the supplier community, so that should be a great discussion. Tomorrow night, live, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. And that is it for today's top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.